When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Welcome back. My next guest tonight is an actor and a screenwriter known for Frances Ha and 20th Century Women. She's now making her directorial debut with Lady Bird. I want to go where culture is, but like how New in the York, world did I raise such or a at snob. least Connecticut or New Hampshire, well, where writers live in the get woods. Get into those schools anyway. Mom, you can't even pass your driver's test. Because you wouldn't let me practice. The way enough. that you work, or the or the way that you don't work, you're not even worth state tuition, Christine. My name is Ladybird. Uh, well, actually, it's not, and it's ridiculous. Call me Ladybird, like Christine. you said you would. Just you should just go to City College. You know, with your work ethic, just go to City College and then to jail and then back to City College and then maybe you'd learn to pull yourself up and not expect everybody to do everything. Please welcome Greta Gerwig. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. No, we don't have a lot of directors on this show. Oh. Because, uh, I don't know. No, because people just don't know who directors are, and directors sure. really belong behind the camera. Right. You they, know? Don't, they don't bring us out very often. No, but yeah. you're also an accomplished actress in your own right, and, and, and a screenwriter, I said before. Um, and I understand, and uh, I'd like to know the story behind this. You were almost on a CBS sitcom. We were almost co-workers. Yes, we were almost in the same CBS family. I, there was a show called um, How I Met Your Mother. I remember, anyone, yeah. yeah. I'm familiar. I'm and familiar. It was a great show. I loved it. Everyone loved it. And they were going to make another one called How I Met Your Dad, starring me. And... Um, we shot the pilot, and it was so much fun, and I loved working on it. And then they take the pilot to uh, Las Vegas, and they it's like a focus group. Yeah, they test it, and and the audience are they're given knobs, and they turn the knob to the right if they like it, and to the left if they don't. And apparently, they turned the knob to the left every time I came on. <laughs> oh no! Um, so they did. Yeah, they didn't. It didn't. They didn't like it <laughs> at all. <laughs> now, well, what now? You've got uh, Lady Bird, That's which right. uh, yeah. is, as you said, directorial debut, mm-hmm. and it is getting amazing notices. It was called Perfection by the New York Times. It's got a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> which is unheard of. Yes, it's absolutely unheard. Congratulations yes. on yes. that. Yes. Thank was you. Was it? We saw that great clip with uh, Saoirse Ronan there. Mm-hmm. Do, is it? 
is it based on your childhood, your teenage years? It's inspired by parts of my childhood, but it's not literally me. I wasn't like that. Tell the people like out there the, the story. Okay, so, so Lady Bird is about uh, a girl named Christine McPherson who makes everybody call her Lady Bird, and it takes place over the senior year of high school, and it's, a, it's kind of a love story between her and her mom, how like hard it is to say goodbye, and how one person's coming of age is another person's letting go. And it's, it's, it's really funny, but it will also make you cry and call your mom. <laughs> Did you cry and call your mom? Yeah, yeah, and then my mom cried and called me when I showed it to her. <laughs> so, but so it's in some way she recognized some of your relationship in this movie? Yes, yeah, she recognized some of it. I mean, she knows more than anyone what's not real and what's real. But... Did she say, like, why'd you put that in? Nobody needs to know that about us. Was it, <laughs> any of it too personal? No, 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 I think she thought she was very flattered by it. She's seen it six times. <laughs> did, you, did you at any point jump out of your mother's car? Not a moving car. <laughs> <laughs> At a stoplight or it something. Was idling, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that I, I exited. <laughs> now I understand that you went to uh, an all-girls Catholic school. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, like stereotypical, yeah. like knee socks and plaid skirts kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Or we the had... nuns measuring like the length of the skirt and all that kind of stuff. We had skirt check. Okay. Yeah. Skirt check. That's what it's called. Skirt check. Yeah. Okay. If it does, if it goes below your your fingertips or above your fingertips, you're it's bad. Wow. Yeah. But you're not a Catholic. No, I'm not a Catholic, but I, I actually loved Catholic school and everything in it because I, I, I mean, to be totally honest, because I was kind of a theatrical kid, oh. I felt like they had really good outfits and really good <laughs> musical oh, numbers. Oh, no, the, the stagecraft yeah, stage of, of the Catholic Church is none. I, I was then, an altar boy for years, yeah. and that was my experience of being on stage. Yeah. It's like, I'm on stage, yeah. and everybody's looking at me. And the smoke and all the oh, stuff. Oh, the incense, the, the censure yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. Incense on the chain ball and the ring, the ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 the bells and exactly. everything. Exactly. And, yeah. it, and it The felt, nuns are witches and, and stuff like that. And it felt like, like very close to, like, Sound of Music or something. It felt like, very you know, it's like music. it was very... Except the nuns don't run off with the Baron. Yes. That's right. They did. No, they they very, very important. They don't do that. But we yeah. had nuns. We had pretty groovy nuns. So oh, they really? were, yeah, they were like folk, folk, folk mass, like you know, yeah. Dominic. <laughs> yeah, those kind of <laughs> sort of like singing. ukulele playing nuns, um, like oh. yeah, musical nuns. Um, but they didn't like we would do. We I, I've never played musical nuns. <laughs> It's a great game. Um, but we would do like, we would have like, um, you know, we'd, I took theology for four years because sure. it, it was part of it. And I remember the school I went to is called St. Francis and it's based on St. Francis of Assisi. Okay, and great. so we watched, we watched the Zeffirelli film, Brother, Son, Sister, Moon. Oh yeah, sure, about his like be discovering his Becoming sainthood. Becoming yeah. St. Francis. And the way he does it is pretty dramatic. He like takes off all of his clothes in the town square and is like, I don't need your money. Money, father, and I always identified with the father being like, oh no, <laughs> my yeah. son just heard from God and now he's taking off his clothes. Um, but <laughs> but then that, I remember it's a beautiful film. But then and the actor's cute. The, oh, so cute. He's he's a beautiful uh, guy. And but the nun put a post-it note over the place where she knew his butt would be. <laughs> She was like, not today, ladies. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> they missed out on a convert. Yeah. Yeah. You never knew. It, was, it would have, that with the costumes, I was like, I'm in. <laughs> well, it was lovely to meet you. Thank you so, so much nice for being here. Coming up.
Sorry. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews or coverage of all the biggest stories in the nba our new show is the place to be five days a week download and follow beyond the arc on apple podcasts spotify and wherever you get your favorite podcasts folks my next guest went from creating a youtube series about her life to creating an hbo series about her life please welcome the star of insecure Issa ray Nice to meet you. I'm such a fan. You got me through college. Did I really? Yeah, I gave you my diploma, but I never picked it up. So. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, you can clear something up for me. I have a question about you, and that is, uh, you had a popular YouTube series called The Misadventures of uh, Awkward Black Girl. Yes. You seem like a self-possessed African-American woman. <laughs> what makes you an awkward black girl? Um, life, just being, just feeling uncomfortable at all times. You know, I... I grew up in predominantly white neighborhoods and then, you know, moved to Me predominantly too. black neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah. So you can, you're yeah, an awkward yeah, yeah. black I girl, can, too. I can understand, yeah. And, you know, I'm African and American. It was just always a state of transition. And, you know, a lot of people try to, to bridge that gap, like, you know, um, just having conversations with white coworkers and things like yes. that. They always try to find, like, a connective tissue between us. So I think that I'd be bonding with someone and like you and I, because like it you and doesn't I. get any wider so than me. You, so if you and I were talking, yes, yes. and I thought we had a moment, and all yes. of a sudden you were like, and girl, you know? And you put on like a black set. Let me try it. No, let me I don't want to. So, let me ask you another question. Girl. <laughs> like that? Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So don't do that, huh? Don't, please do not do that. Don't start sentences with, hey, do black people? Don't do that. Because mm-hmm. um, they don't? Is that why? Because they don't? It's just, I don't know. I don't know what other black people do. I don't. You can ask me about white people if you want. Do white people... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you said, uh, you know, you, you've gone from YouTube to an HBO show. It, now that um, it's a little bit of a higher profile being on HBO, That's you know, cool. they market you, you know, they want they you do. not to be able to walk down the street, and they want you to be famous. Has that been different for you, going out there and being, you know, seen and recognized everywhere you go? It just feels like I'm popular in high school, if anything. And, and, it's, and it's like, it's not really, like, I'm not really well-known. Like, I was at... Uh, well, after tonight, you'll be extremely well-known. Uh, thank, thank you for this. As said, it's over. That's why I'm here. If you have any vices, get them done between now and when the show broadcasts. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. No, I was there, like uh, helping my friend return something at Bloomingdale's, and I was uh, chilling by the cashier, just waiting for her being bored. And the cashier all of a sudden was like, "Hey, wait! Oh my God, I know you! I love you so much! I love your music!" And I was like, 
oh, uh, who do you think I am? And she was like, you're Dej Loaf. Like, who's a beautiful rapper, really talented. And I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not her. I'm, uh, but thank you for the compliment. She's beautiful. And then, like, two minutes later, this other person comes up to me and actually knows me and is like, yo, I love you so much. And the cashier didn't hear the beginning part. She was like, I love, he was like, I love you so much. You know, I love your show. Can I take a picture with you? So I look up and the cashier sees me taking a picture <laughs> and is like, bitch, did you lie to me? I thought that you were Dej Loaf. And I had to be like, no, I'm not, I'm not her. I'm a different person, but thank, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of, I love you, Steve Carell. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not him. Just I, I wish I was. I wish I was. Right. Now, this is based on your own life, this series, right? It's, uh, it's, it's par partially based off of experiences and a lot of my friends. And um, I honestly just, you know, wanted to create something that I felt like was, uh, that, that showed black people as relatable and that, you know, was something kind of for us and by us. Well, we got a clip here. Can you, can you tell me what's happening in this one? Oh, this is, um, so we opened this season with my character, who's also named Issa. Um, going and, and venturing into the dating world and just feeling like it, it gets a bit redundant after a while. Okay, Jim? So where are you from? Honestly, it doesn't matter what I say because this isn't going anywhere. Oh yeah, well, I used to work in Inglewood. I'm in Cerritos now. <laughs> mm. huh. oh. High school kids? That sounds tough. Like working with kids? So how is it working with kids? To be honest, fam. But I'm trash too, so. <laughs> You know? So how long have you been on Hinge? Mm. How long you been on Bumble? How are you still single? <laughs> well. Uh, I understand that uh, a music consultant or supervisor on your show is Solange Knowles. Yes, okay. so Solange Knowles was a, the music consultant for our first season. Uh -huh. Absolutely incredible. Wow. Any way you could get me invited to a party with Beyonce? Um, I can't even get into a party with Beyonce. Honestly, what? I've been, I always just miss her and it just has been driving me crazy. Um, I, I would love to meet her. It's, it's crazy, like, even talking to Solange about, like, just... As, as in, uh, when she was an employee on the show, like, hearing her have casual conversations and be like, yeah, my sister, me and my sister do this, me and, and I, and I zone out immediately because I'm like, she's talking about Beyonce. <laughs> that's, that's Beyonce's her sister. So it, it, it got very challenging. Because I'll hold the babies or anything like that if she needs a break. Honestly, if you're babysitting, I'm babysitting too. It's a deal. Season two of Insecure begins this Sunday on HBO. Issa Rae, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.